This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning. Welcome to our online service. I'm Chaplain Amy Bauman with For His Glory Ministry, and I believe there's a reason why you found us today online. I believe there's a reason that you're watching. I believe that Jesus wants to speak to your heart today. As we look at something, I believe, as a world, we are all struggling with, especially right now, and that is knowing who we are in Jesus Christ. There is an attack happening uh, to every single person out there regarding their identity and who they are. And everything from that, knowing who we are, ebbs and flows from that. Uh, how we need to ask for wisdom, the decisions that we're going to make, uh, what we're going to do in life, who is going to be in our tribe, in our circle, in our family. And so the Lord has really impressed this upon my heart that this week we're going to be talking about identity and asking ourselves the question, who are we listening to? Who is telling us who we are? So I'm, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that you're joining us. I pray that you've already been blessed as we've been worshiping, inviting the Holy Spirit to come in and work and move. And we're going to ask for that right now in Jesus' name. So let's open with prayer. Father God, I just thank you for this divine appointment right now that you have commissioned me to talk about our identities and who we are in Jesus Christ. And so I just pray right now in Jesus name that every person that's watching, that every person that's listening will open up their hearts and their ears for this truth, that they will walk away today changed and renewed and restored and that they will feel your love in a real and tangible way working and moving in them that they will know who they truly are in jesus christ and so i pray for chains to be broken for strongholds to be broken for anything that it needs to be loose from each person that you will take this lord opportunity to loose them and bind them to your word. I pray for supernatural healings and transformations that only you can do in Jesus name. We just thank you for this time. Please anoint me Holy Spirit for a fresh anointing that I will speak your truth with love. And we ask all of these things in the mighty name of Jesus who saves. Amen and amen. So I'm not going to lie, this is a challenging topic, and this is not something that uh, socially is acceptable to talk about, and I think that's why we're not seeing a lot of that, those conversations happening out there, because no one wants to offend, no one wants to bring it out into the open, no one wants to shine God's light on it. And so this is a hot topic, this is a, a topic that um, is challenging. And so I believe, though, that this is something we have to talk about. It's a foundational truth. It's imperative that we know who we are in Christ. And if we have forgotten that, then this is the opportunity for the Lord to remind you, to remind you who you truly are. Because this truth 
as I mentioned earlier, sets us up for all the other truths in God's word. We need to know who we are in Christ. We need to know where we came from. We need to know our identity. And from that stems everything else. This overflowing of who we are out into the world and who we encounter and how we live our life. So before I go any further, I just, I want to make this disclaimer. I am not talking about anyone in particular. I'm not talking about certain genders or groups or beliefs that you have. I want to present you with one truth that puts us everything, puts us all on the same playing field and puts everything into perspective. Because if you're searching today, if you don't truly know who you are, then there's something here for you. God wants to share something with you so that you know. And I also want to just put this out here. We need to recognize that this is a battle. We need to recognize the enemy who prowls around like a roaring lion to steal, kill, and destroy is trying to steal our identities and the truth that we need to make that decision. He's trying to distract us so that we look away from God and who we were truly designed to be, which is children of God. So when we look at identity, even in the last 50 years when I was born, it's changed. And there's lots of terminologies now. There's lots of labels. And I I did look at some statistics so that we could have a better understanding of what's out there and what we're facing. I looked at statistics from Medical News Today, and this is the way that the world, and and I stress the world, is looking at gender and identity. And what they're saying is gender and identity today is different than sex. Although genetic factors typically define a person, gender refers to how they identify on the outside. And only the person themselves can determine what their gender really is. So a person's gender is how they identify internally and how they express this externally. People may use clothing, appearances, behaviors to express the gender that they identify with. Medical News Today goes on to say that this term gender refers to the personal sense of an individual's own gender. So what do I mean by that? So some people, um, as they identify as a man, others identify as a woman, others may identify as neither or both or somewhere in between. There are different names, definitions that give us terminologies for these identities, including the definitions. And I want to go through some of these, not camp there, but go through some of these to understand 
when you're out there searching and you're looking and you're being distracted from whom you truly are, there's a myriad of labels that you can grab onto that say it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to be confused. It's okay because we're going to put this label on you and this is what's going to define you and this is going to answer all your questions. This is why you are confused. This is why you're, you're searching because you're this label. Gender fluid is one. A person who identifies as shifting between the two genders and society's expectations of gender. Again, we're going back to the way the world is defining this. Gender outlaw is someone who refuses to allow society's definition of male or female to define them. Omnigender is a person who identifies as someone who possesses all the genders, male and female. As I was researching, there was actually an article that came up that was from Midland, Michigan, where they had a unisex bathroom and inside the bathroom was actually a box filled with kitty litter so that this particular child who was feeling not like a person, but more like a cat, was able to go into this bathroom and use the bathroom in the kitty litter so that they felt more comfortable. This is shocking to me. This is appalling to me that we would create this opportunity for them instead of pointing them to the truth and who God really created them to be. This is why we're talking about this today. Over the last 50 years that I have been around, I have never seen more confusion, which then leads to more addiction, more depression, more suicide than the confusion of who they are and and their place in this world. And as we look at the shape of this world and the fear that we can all experience and and the unknown. This is just an added thing to add to their, that person is this confusion of, well, who am I and how do I fit in this world? And, and what do people say about me? And, and what, what do I need to define myself as what, how is the world defining me? And it has put so many people in this spiral of confusion and, and then depression and then this emptiness of, of not knowing who they are and not feeling loved. The National Library of Medicine wrote this in 2017. So just five years ago. The field of interdisciplinary treatment. So the field where people can come in and be treated for all of these different issues that they're feeling. For gender, non-conforming children and youth. This is just wee little people out there. Has not just expanded an astronomically fast rate. It has rather been such as a tsunami. Have you ever seen a tsunami? It's this giant wave that just comes through and takes everybody with them. 
with this swell of children and families seeking support and services and stretching existing gender clinics and programs at their seams. Even in the last five years, there has been this tsunami of confusion, this flooding of people unsure of who they are and how to get help and how to figure it out. And it's the same with the fear that we have seen today. It's like since COVID 2020, there was this blanket of fear that was put over the world and no one wanted to go anywhere. No one wanted to step out of their homes, out of their villages, out of their communities in fear of the sickness. The enemy, our enemy, the devil, is working and moving because when we look at God's word, there is no fear in God. There is no confusion in God. This is the enemy attacking us, trying to take the feet out from underneath of us so that we are flat on our back, suffering, struggling, trying to get up and, and can't see our way forward. This is why we're talking about this today. We got to ask ourselves as we're looking at the world and walking in fear of the shape, the horrors of war, famine, the unknown, have we forgotten who we are and who created us? Have we forgotten God's original design for this world? The gift of life. And that this earth, this world that we're living in is not our home. This is not where we're going to be forever. And thank God for that because of the way it's deteriorating and drying up and our, our resources and the, what we're doing to the world. We don't want to live here forever. This is not where we want to end up. We got to ask ourselves, do we ever wonder, you know, how did we get here? How did we get here? These amazing bodies that we have that grow and mature. Cells that can heal itself when we're injured. We can have babies and, and multiply and grow. We can dream. We can worship. We can love. We can adapt to the seasons. I live in Michigan and we've got to constantly adapt at least four times a year, depending on the weather. Our, our bodies acclimate to that. And, and for you that are living in dry, barren countries or those that are, it's freezing cold all the time, our bodies adapt to wherever we're living. That's a miracle. I mean, where did this body come from? Was I just planted here? Did I just poof and I was and I was here one day? Whose idea was this? Where did we come from? If we look to our true truth, God's word, he spells it out for us. He tells us where we came from. He tells us who we are in Genesis 1, 27 and 28. 
Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. Hang on to that for a second. In his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish and the sea and the birds in the sky and over every creature that moves on the ground. Did you catch that verse? Male and female, he created them. Are you struggling today? Knowing who you are and your identity? Are you forgetting where you came from? Forgetting your beautiful beginning and how you were designed for greatness? That you were not an accident? That you were not brought into this world by two people that just, it was an accident? And, and you weren't really planned for by two people that didn't really love each other. I don't, I don't know your beginning right now in this world and how you came to be, but I know who created you, who designed you, who has a plan for your life. We weren't made out of wood or stone. We weren't just plopped down and and instantly there's a human. Let me read these words from Psalm 139.4, the message version. Really open up your heart and your mind for, for what this says about you. Oh yes, you shaped me first inside, then out. You formed me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God. You're breathtaking. Body and soul, I am marvelously made. I worship in adoration. What a creation. You know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made bit by bit. How I was sculpted from nothing to something. Like an open book. You watched me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life all prepared. Catch this. Before I'd even lived one day. You were conceived in God's heart and mind before you were ever conceived in your mother's womb. Every single person in this world is God's creation. No matter how they came to be, no matter if it was by accident, two people that stumbled into each other and made a baby, or whether they got married first and waited three years and then planned their family, it doesn't matter how you came about, you were conceived by God before you were ever conceived in your mother's womb. 
Isn't it amazing knowing that we have a Heavenly Father that created us, that loves us? What if we all believed, no matter who our parents were or whether there was a plan, no matter the situation, no matter our current struggles or where we lived or how much money we had in the bank or how many jobs we lost or whether we were addicted or whether we have struggled in past relationships or whether we've gone through this whole life confused, not knowing who we truly are, what if we believed that our Father in Heaven created us, that He wants us, and that He has a plan for us? What if we believed that right now? Let me read you these words from John 1, 12 and 13. Yet to all who received Him, to those who believe in His name, He gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Let me camp here for a second. I was not planned. My mom and dad met in high school. Uh, There was a teen pregnancy My mom was 15 when she got pregnant for me. They got married because she was pregnant and stayed married for an 11 and a half years. When I found out that I wasn't planned, that I happened, I struggled with that, right? I struggled with that because I felt that I had been a mistake. I felt that I was the reason they got married. So then when they got divorced, I felt that I was the reason they got divorced. See, I know what it feels like to question your purpose, question whether or not you were meant to come into this world, that maybe it happened all by accident and then God doesn't really have a plan. But let me tell you, those were lies and are lies from the enemy. Even though, just like it says here in John 1, 12, 13, whether or not they were born of human decision or a husband's will, God still planned for me. God still created me. God still has great plans for me. Despite the world, despite how you came about, these words tell us that no matter your beginning, your past, and how you got to today, You can choose to believe that God loves you. You can choose to believe that God has a plan for you. You can choose to believe and remember that you are a child of God. You can choose to believe what God's word says about you and no longer cling to the labels from the world. Because who lives in the world? The devil. The devil has come to steal, kill, and destroy. And right now, he is wreaking havoc out there, trying to confuse as many people as possible. We have to remember that God sent his one and only son 
and bought us at a price just for you, just for me, so that we can live in freedom, so that we can live believing who we truly are and that we are the son and the daughter of the Most High King. We have that identity because of who is living inside of us, Jesus Christ. Let me put it in in this perspective, this battle that we're all experiencing. Let's say there's this king and he was king over the entire land. The land was full of all of these gifts, blessings, rich soil, gold coins, luxurious houses, beautiful place that everyone wanted to live. Everyone wanted to live in this kingdom. There was no crying and there was no death and there was no sickness. Everyone was happy. Everyone loved this kingdom. The king had children and they were the ones to inherit the kingdom someday. And they loved their king. They loved their father. They loved living in the kingdom every single day. And for a while, they were confident that they were the children of the king. They were confident of that. And they could not wait to receive their full inheritance. All the promises that the king had given to them. But there was this evil man who wanted the kingdom for himself. And he watched the kingdom and he watched the children who were happy, who knew who they were, who loved their king, who loved their father. And this evil man wanted the kingdom for his own. So he devised a plan to get the children to be separated from the king so that he could lie to them. So he devised this plan, this deception, and pulled the children away from the king. And he did it using the kinds of temptations the children can be tempted with. Money, candy, power, control, sweet talk that pulled them out of the kingdom so that he could get them alone. Once he got them separated from the king, he started to lie to them. He started to tell them that they were worthless and ugly and sick and that the king did not love them, that that would be better off if they had never been born, that they should just run away and go hide and live in the dark forest. He did this every single day until one by one, the children started to believe the lies. They believed that they were ugly. They believed that they were unworthy. They believed that they were sick. They believed that they were sad. They believed that there was no hope for them and that the king, their father, didn't really love them after all. They forgot who they were. They forgot 
their inheritance. They forgot all the promises that the king had told them and they believed every lie from the evil man. When they were isolated and alone, the man killed each and every one of the children. And he left them to die in the dark forest. My friends, this is a true story. This is what is happening to us today. We have forgotten who we are. We have forgotten our inheritance. We have forgotten our father, the king, who loves us and is making a home for us. And we are believing every single lie from the enemy. He doesn't want us to remember who created us. He doesn't want us to know that our father is the king. He doesn't want us to know the inheritance that, that we have coming. He wants us to forget our identity in Christ. He wants us to become so isolated and alone, so filled with fear and confusion that we want to end our lives, that we want to distance ourselves from the world, that we want to stay trapped in our homes filled with fear and depression, drinking away our day, taking drugs, doing whatever it takes to destroy this beautiful creation of life that we've been given. The lies that are being told today to our children and the statistics that we see of the tsunami, this wave of people that are unsure of who they truly are in Christ is the way to bring us down as a world. And he's doing it in individual countries. It's not just the United States. We're talking about Canada. We're talking about Africa. We're talking about Asia. We're talking about all across the world where he has infiltrated in these lies to tell us it's okay to be whoever you want. If you want to be this gender, great. If you want to be this gender, great. If you want to be between those genders, great. If you want to be a cat, that's great. Do whatever you want, whatever feels good, because nobody loves you and you're not created for a purpose and I'm in control anyways. These are the lies that we're hearing. We are seeing such high rates of depression and suicide and addiction and confusion. What we don't realize is that knowing who we are, our identity, everything else flows from that. If we don't know who we are, we will forget everything that has been promised to us. We will forget everything that has been done for us. We will forget why we are truly here that we were created in God's image, that we were put here to rule over this earth. Back in the garden with Adam and Eve, God had given them a license, dominion and authority 
over the world. We read that in Genesis. And yet when the devil came and tempted them and they ate from the tree and they were ashamed, the devil took that license and he's been ruling the earth ever since, making us forget God's original design, making us forget that we were created in his image and that this world is our world. We have dominion and authority here. He is underneath our feet. Yet we have forgotten. And the reason that we're seeing this, right? Statistics show over the last five years, the tsunami. The reason that we're seeing these growing statistics, we're seeing everything that the enemy is doing, is that he is ramping up and working diligently to distract us, as many people as he can, knowing who they truly are, because he knows that his window of opportunity is closing. And there's only so much more time before Jesus returns and throws him into the abyss. And the devil wants to take as many people with him when he goes. This is why we're seeing increased numbers in suicide and abortion and drug and alcohol addiction and depression and increased numbers in children that have no idea who they truly are. This tsunami of confusion comes from the enemy. And it is time for us to wake up. It is time for us to realize what's actually happening, that this is a battle. And that we truly are children of God. We need to wake up and realize it's time to remember that we are sons and daughters of the Most High King. I'm passionate about this topic because I traveled 17 years not knowing who I was, listening to every lie from the enemy, trapped in darkness. I walked around each day clean from head to toe, freshly showered, laundered clothes, but I still felt, I felt shame. I felt guilt. I felt this dirt that clung to me from all of my sins. I never felt clean on the inside. I always felt trapped. I always believed every lie from the enemy that I was unworthy and unloved and had no purpose, that I was a mistake and that I should have never been born. Guilt was my friend and grace, God's grace seemed something far away, something that's only talked about in the Bible, maybe something that was for other people, but not me. Once upon a time, when I was a child, I knew who I was in Christ. I believed in God. I believed in Jesus. I believed in the Holy Spirit. But then the world broke in. The enemy broke in 
and started pouring lie after lie after lie on me until I was fumbling in the dark. The brokenness of this world changed the way I viewed myself, the way I looked at myself in the mirror. When I looked in the mirror, I didn't see this person God created in God's image who was loved and cherished and created for a purpose. Maybe this is you today. When I looked in the mirror, I saw a mistake. I saw a lifetime of choices that I had made that I chose wrong. And I was experiencing all of the consequences of those choices. I saw a lifetime of missed opportunities and that I could never go back and fix them. I could never change what happened in my past. I believed every lie he told me and I lived for a long time in that dark forest wanting to die, receiving everything that the enemy gave me. But this is what I love about Jesus. We can always return, always return. It doesn't matter what we've done. It doesn't matter where we've been. It doesn't matter how we got to this point today. What he did for us on the cross offers us forgiveness and freedom and everlasting life in a kingdom that's being made for us right now. A place where we are going to live for an eternity in heaven. But we need to choose. We need to be aware. We need to wake up. Maybe today you are struggling with something specific. Maybe today you are thinking about one point in your life that was the turning point and after that everything changed. Maybe you're thinking, I, I'm never going to be able to get that back. God's not going to be able to renew me and do a new thing in me because of that one thing. Let me just encourage you specifically today that he can and he will. And I am living proof of that. You don't have to necessarily go on to be a chaplain and speak all over the world and, and write books. God has something specifically planned for you, but you need to allow him to come in and do that new work. And that's exactly what I did. I surrendered. I, I gave him my life. I invited him to come into my heart. And when I did that, that was when he was able to work and move and forgive and renew and restore. And he's still doing that today. But that's the first step. In the beginning this morning, we talked about how the world views gender. A person's gender is how they identify internally and how they express this externally. If you can remember one thing from today, from this whole message, is that you were created on purpose. 
You are here because you are wanted. God loves you. God created you. Doesn't matter how you got to today. You were created on purpose for a reason and that he loves you. God wants you to know who you are and he wants to live in your heart. He wants everything to flow through you. And so when you invite him into your heart, so without a doubt, he is living on the inside. His love is going to shine outward. His love is going to radiate out from you. His love is going to be that expression that you show the world in all aspects of your life, whether that's your job or your family or your community or your tribe, whatever it is, that's what's going to come out of you, right? Your identity in Christ and his love for you, which then in turn allows you to love other people just the same way that he loves you. Can you imagine if we all lived this way? If we all lived knowing who we are in Christ, living with him inside of our hearts, the kind of love that would flow out of us and how we would be able to love other people, there would be no war. There would be no sex trafficking. There would be no addiction. There would be no brokenness or depression. There would just be his love and people living in community, loving one another. We need to stop listening to the lies of the enemy because he is trying to make us forget who we truly are. Sons and daughters of the Most High King. Let that be our foundational truth today. We were created on purpose for a reason and we are children of God. Let's pray. Father God, I don't know who needed to hear that today. I pray it's a great reminder for all of us, Lord, when we struggle with knowing who we are. But for those out there specifically who are searching, who have been lost, who have been confused, who have been feeling unloved and unworthy and that they were a mistake, I just pray right now in Jesus' name for revelation that they will know without a shadow of a doubt who you are and how much you love them and that you have such great plans for their life. I pray right now in Jesus' name that we bind up the enemy and he is not allowed to manifest. He is not allowed to work and move anymore and that we will trust in your word, that we will believe who we are and that we will believe that you are who you say you are. That king, that beautiful father who created us and who loves us. Lord, I know that there's a lot of people out there hurting, people that are going through awful situations and need you, Lord. And so I just pray right now in Jesus' name for healing supernatural healing. I pray for provision. I pray for peace. I pray that you will be their Jehovah Jireh, their provider with whatever they need, Lord. I pray that they will feel your love in a real 
and tangible way today. Thank you for this time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all that you are going to do. We love you and praise you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to close out today singing one more song. I just want you to hold on to these words. We are no longer a slave. We are the children of God. And so just remember that no matter where you've been or how you've gotten to today, you can always return and how much God loves you. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Oh, I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God.
Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.